Yes, lads, we're back. It's been a long week, two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. Um, what a show we've got today, by the way. Rangers, Connor Goldson, Calvin Bassey, John Souter, Champions League fallout. We've got Scotland letting everybody down again. Um, Usual, mate. Usual. Oh, he's devastated, isn't he? Would you have went to the World Cup? If we made it, would you have went? Nah. With the money you've got? Find that hard to believe. <laughs> Find that hard to believe. <laughs> now, look, uh, this is episode four. Um, I'm obviously joined by the big man Chris and everybody's favourite millionaire and TV personality, Trent Fleskins. How you doing, Trent? Yeah, good, mate. Lovely to have you guys back in the office. It's only been two weeks. It hasn't even been that long. Good trip to Switzerland and old Paris. Yeah, it was there. beautiful. Nine days in and out for a friend's wedding. Uh, a couple of days in Paris. Saw the Louvre for the first time. Yeah. Lots of French paintings all started to look the same. But weather was beautiful. It's nice to catch up with the family. I think a lot of people this year, that's probably the theme for their year, is just getting back to their roots and uh, enjoying some time with people they haven't seen for quite a while. I didn't want to make it awkward, but you've still not given myself or Chris the present back for holiday yet. Fresh magnet, stock it up. Is that, a, is that still a thing that you do in the 21st century? I believe so, aye. Mm. Is this your way of telling us you never go as fuck out? Oh, well, when I go back in September, I'll get yourselves a Swiss Army knife. How's that sound? Um, Brilliant. That's his lot I need. A Swiss Army knife. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Trent, just to fill you in, because you've been away for 10 days, 2 weeks, you'll probably, I don't know if you've noticed yet, but if you look at Chris's fingers and his hands, they're all paper cuts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because on Sundays he spent a whole day ripping down his Rod Stewart posters <laughs> for his bedroom. <laughs> uh, he's took him right off my Instagram. Instagram. Took him right off my Twitter. If he's listening, by the way, he is no longer on my bio. He's he's long gone. Good boy, knows. Good boy, knows. Rod. Next time he's in Perth, I'll be there front row. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what does Rod Stewart have to do with Chris oh, McGarvey? This is yes. this is this is a politics. I support these two clubs, back in Glasgow, mate. There was a Queen's Jubilee uh, celebration the last. Four Which, five by days. the way, I went to his house on Saturday. He was head to toe in Queen Jubilee stuff. Yep. You might have seen the state of his house, by the you way. Might have seen my crown, right? He had he had the Union Jack on the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So Rod Stewart had a wee performance there, and uh, let's just say Christopher and a few of his comrades. What here? Happy. On a serious note, what were Celtic fans upset about? Because I've read it on Twitter about singing Sweet Caroline. Well, he was performing outside the the palace, mate. Right. Sweet Caroline, right? Right, so regardless, so a Celtic fans annoyed at the fact that he was singing where he was singing. I'm at here. See, look, Trent. He's looking at me as if I'm taking the piss here. <laughs> I genuinely, I do know. Obviously, it's obviously got to do with the Queen and stuff. But is the song getting today with the? No, I think it was just the fact they performed it. You right, know, you know how a lot of Celtic fans feel. about I know, I know. So that's what so, that's what it was. Aye, it was aye, okay, aye. so it wasn't. It was just purely the fact that Rod Stewart was performing. A Queen a, a uh, event for the Queen aye. So but it had nothing to do With the actual song itself I don't believe so And if not there I, is I don't know Because I was reading that. on Twitter The other, the other day And, and it, it would suggest That it was actually Something to do with the song But I don't mind being Being wrong If it, if that wasn't the case I, I don't actually know But, um, it, but I mean look that's, that's what Celtic fans do We If we don't like something right Or we think it's um, Just a, a non-starter We still get up In their duty That's what we do and that's what Rod Stewart did. Went there, sang his heart out, and now everybody's talking about the Celtic again. The Celtic again. I really don't understand what Celtic's up here. Self, uh, Celtic's issue is with Rod Stewart, oh, though. Of all the things, and how many times does Sweet Caroline get sung at a venue? Constantly. But uh, I will say one thing, right? Hold on, now before you go any further, Stevie. We have got a show, right? That Stevie said we're going to talk about World Cups. We're going to talk about Champions League. We're going to talk about Celtic and Rangers. 
and I can't believe we're five minutes in and he wants me and you to educate him on, on the Rush, history. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, on the history of why Celtic don't like, don't approve a Rod Stewart. Approve the Rod Stewart, uh, right? And yeah. and also the other way, it would be like Tina Turner singing <laughs> at the Pops. Some of the best outside, some the, outside the Vatican, and everybody giving it. So Celtic's jealous, is that what you're saying? They're jealous that they correct, haven't got a man correct, inside correct, the group. Nah, I'd, say, I'd say that was a little bit too far. But uh, anyway, we will educate you as as the as Maybe the season goes on, uh, and uh, you will you will learn very quickly that um, I do not like Stevie. Brutal. Quick question, Stevie, before you guys get on with the night. Yes, totally off topic. Yes. I love the fact that we get to catch up every couple of weeks, have a chat. One thing that I've noticed tonight that's put me a little bit off, I haven't mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it right Go now. It, Chris is a generous man, generally. He mm-hmm. brings in the snacks. We've all had a nice Coca-Cola classic. Not, I know no, what no I said, I don't like it. Go on, you go on. The issue I've got at the moment <laughs> is... <laughs> nope, it would definitely be me and Stevie, I think. Oh, you are joking, man. Oh, it's, it's, all right, go on, carry on. He's brought in a pack of Haribos, yeah. a pack of Hubba Bubba. Yeah. He's finished them both himself without oh, offering yeah. it to either I, of us. I, I had there's two left, by the way. There's two left. He's proud of the fact that he came into a podcast with three grown men. He's got a packet of Hubba Bubba and a, a packet of Haribos. But the, the only thing left on the table yet to be offered to us is a pack of Twisties. Twisties, the worst crush in the The park. worst ones, Aye. chicken flavoured. Just terrible. You're a disgrace, by the way. There's people that like you and all. And I'm going to need to absolutely I'm bring you. I'm going to bring you right back to the earth again. Hubba Bubba was the cornerstone, by the way, of... Scottish I thought he was primary schoolness. I actually thought you were going to dig me out there for no bringing in stuff. Because that's well, exactly I what I was thinking. You brought in the food. Let's just turn the screw right. So I've brought in three cans of Coke. Would you like? Would you agree, boys? Well, why? Right. Definitely. So you had one. He had one. I had one. Aye. I've come in before you, and he's went by the way. There's one bottle of Corona left. Don't tell Stevie. Try and drink it straight away. <laughs> And I've went, nah, you can't do that. No, you're more than welcome, Stevie, to go to the fridge. There's one bottle of Corona that isn't opened. No, listen, I got these crisps. Keep them, mate. For use. No, I got them, the Haribo for use. Did you have some Haribos? I had about four. It doesn't matter. Did you have left. one? You that had one. Left. Good. And I know she left, left, left for the orange you. ones as well. No. What a bigot. What a bigot. <laughs> you know what I did. No, no, no. There was green, white and orange. And you dra- <laughs> you, you, you ate them up beautifully. <laughs> now, there's two Hubba Bubba left. Do you want a Hubba Bubba? Nah. Why? But I left one for you. You didn't. Well, I did. No, you were going to have it yourself. But you know what? I should eat them now. Both of them right in my mouth and you can hear it all day. Nah, bin them, mate. Don't bring them again. That's the last warning. Uh, <laughs> totally off topic. We, we want to start off, like we said, there's a bit of development in the last seven days at Rangers when unexpectedly, Probably. right out of the blue, Connor Golson, the big man, signs a four-year contract. That might not be the most glamorous signing for Rangers this summer, but I reckon... It could be probably the most important one. That, that's a guy that gets you 50, 60 games a season guaranteed, pretty much without injury. And look, look ah, he's got a few mistakes in him, but when you play 60 games a season, you're not going to have 60 perfect games. Like The, the, the return you get for the big man is he's, he's colossal and um, he's worth his weight in gold. So, I, I, so just over the moon, he's signed that contract and I think 99% of the Rangers fans thought that he was a goner, including myself. I think I mentioned that in a previous episode. So... Uh, it's good that the big man's back. It was good how <coughs> the Rangers Twitter feed Aye. had like almost said like oh um something like thanks, 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 for, thanks the four for the four years. Much. And then it was whatever. like a space in the paragraph Aye. boom he's here till two thousand twenty six. I didn't actually and find it on the Rangers Twitter. I looked at it elsewhere and I thought, fuck, surely no, and I jumped I jumped right onto Twitter and, I, and then I saw it, I but 
But um, see, see before we elaborate, because I know we're going to talk about John Suter and stuff like that, and Bassey and certain players leaving and, and, and coming in. Look, I think you're right. See what you said there. He gets you 50, 60 games a year. Very, very... Um, he's no injury prone. Um, he's not been known as a player who's always injured or he gets knocks and he's out for a couple of weeks a bit like Hollander you know Hollander's mm. a good defender but I don't, I, I don't think you could build a defence on Hollander because nah. he's not going to get you 50-60 games players like goals and I think for, for a Rangers perspective and I'm obviously talking for, for a Celtic minded perspective is that I think it's it's good to have stability it's good to have um, uh, a guy who's been at the club now for a, a good number of years um, plays in a position where he's obviously got Tavernier his right hand side Ta- I mean Tavernier isn't he going no. Tavernier's our captain no. so Tavernier's going to be staying Goldson stays I would be surprised if Bassey uh, was to leave because I, 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 I don't think I don't think he'll leave That's no I don't think Bassey will leave and the reason why I don't think he'll leave and I, we will talk about Bassey in a second is only because his performances have been absolutely brilliant. We can both say that. I mean, you've had a bit of banter during the week talking about the amount of money that's going to be spent on him, mm. whether it's new, whether it's a year or two years down the line. But I, I don't see a team maybe spending between 20 25 million for him, the new. Mm. I could be wrong, and I, and I don't mind being wrong, but uh, I don't know if that's going to happen the new. So it, that makes me think that he'll probably be there. No, that's good. Because obviously Goldson has been there for a good number of years. Um, you know he, he knows the club. I think he's is he the vice captain. Aye, Connor right, so he's also the vice Connor captain. Also, it's also hard to lose a member of that. Uh, it'll be a, big, a, it'll be a big presence, naturally. Big presence along with Steve Davis and with McGregor. But is McGregor gone? Don't know yet. Still okay. no news. Well, I'd be, no, I, I'd be very news. surprised if they didn't at least say to him, "You can stay for a year," and tell him that look, we're going to just send another goalkeeper. Because I think if Van Bronckhorst, even though he did very well in the Europa League, I, I think Van Bronckhorst will want his goalkeepers to play for the back. Aye. And I, I just don't think that McGregor will, will do that. But just on the Conor kind of Goldson thing, for a Celtic-minded perspective, for, my, for mine, right, is that I don't think Bassey is going to play left-back for you in the big games. I don't. I think he's too good in the centre of defence in the big games. He's been brilliant against Celtic playing as a centre half um, and he correct me if I'm wrong was he playing was he playing full back in the Scottish Cup final or was he playing defence full back oh he was playing full back um, and he was obviously playing he was playing he was playing a half in the, the Europa League final and that's where obviously he's got most of his plaudits so I, I just don't think they'll play him I, I think they'll play him sometimes out in the left because that's what every uh, big club has today they need to move players about but for a Celtic minded point of view I, I would have thought and it might still happen, you never know. Because um, Balogun's gone, you've got Suter in now. It doesn't frighten me. And I don't mean that as in a ha-ha-ha, this is me having a proper good debate with you, uh, like we would do if we were in the house. It doesn't make me go, oh, that's... I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm no worried, I'm just saying it doesn't make me go like that in the first game of the season, whether it's at Ibrox or Parkhead. I don't look at the back four and go, there's something there we don't, we don't know. Tavernier is tremendous going forward. He'll always be tremendous going forward. He'll get you 15, 20 goals and assists a year, at least, mm. based on right. But defensively, he isn't the best. No, I know, but and, and, and he's improved. No, no, I, I, no, I would agree that he's improved, but I just don't think that I he's... I think if he was defensively right. as good as he was going forward, he wouldn't be playing Scottish football. Of course he wouldn't. So. I, I understand. Don't get me wrong, I know that you'll probably say to me, ah, but what about this player for Celtic? And that's right, we'll have that, we'll have that chat as well. But I just think that... 
by Conor Goldstein, which is good for Rangers. I do think it is good for Rangers because it's not a transfer fee having to get spent on a player who is like that. Tavernier plays. Goldstein's no signing a four-year deal to sit on the bench. No, Goldstein I, plays. I, 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 he plays. He's, he's... Bassey, the only thing I would say is that he's might go out and he might sign a top-class setter-half. I know he's went to sign Suter. I don't think Suter will play week in, week out unless he does what maybe a, a Stuart Armstrong did at Celtic and just completely... You don't you don't expect a player to be as good because Suter might go in there and go, I've got the bomb here. Uh, mm. I, I I'm no under as much pressure now because I'm I'm with Rangers, mm. uh, and he might be able to knock the ball about and he might end up being a tremendous player. But I, I just think that he's will play Bassey predominantly in the centre of defence, and I, I and I and I think he's will move Barisic on. I think it's no time to move Barisic on and all. I wouldn't object to moving Barisic on, but I think. But do, do you know what I mean by that? Like, I hope you can understand that for the perspective that. I but well, I said something. Well, I because I said something similar to you weeks ago about Jota and. Correct. Carter Vickers, Stein. Aye. I thought, well, all right. I'm not saying they're bad players. They're no. I I think Carter Vickers were a better sign than Jota. Jota didn't. He? Blow me away. I, I know he. statistically, and I know he is a good player, but. Carter Vickers was the one anytime we watch Rangers Celtic games he was the one especially at Ibrox the game he scored and we lost 2-1 I thought he was solid there uh, and I've, I've seen the handful of times that I have watched um, I think he's he's a standout out the two but if but do you know what I mean but like so for example Jota's playing left hand side of the front three parked at Ibrox you're no sitting in your chair at home going oh no Jota's playing he, he, Right, now, Stephen Sinclair, Stephen Scott Sinclair signed for Celtic. See, his first two years, Scott Sinclair was unbelievable. And he went up against Tavernier. Now, we can sit here and go, ah, but Tavernier, that was years ago. But my point was, is that any Rangers fan seeing Scott Sinclair going up against Tavernier, with, with nine teams out of ten were going, oh no. I'm not saying that would happen now. I'm just saying to you that mm. Jota doesn't make you feel a certain way, the same way maybe another player does and that's my point my point is is that I'm going into the first old firm game of the year whether it's Kyogo Giamakis whoever it is up front for Celtic and I'm not taking anything away for the Rangers back four I'm no but it doesn't make me go oh this is a bit different it, it, it makes me kind of go I, I just feel as though in the grand scheme of things I know we're going to talk about a lot of stuff I just feel as though Gerard came in right and, and hear me if you don't if you don't mind right Gerard came in and had to do a tremendous job moving players out bringing players in, um, you know, having to get his backroom staff and all the sort of stuff that, that goes along with it, right? And he was, in increments, he was getting better, mm-hmm. right? He was winning matches, he had then won at Parkhead and blah, blah. Uh, and then he goes and he wins the league, right? And then last year, there's been a little bit of a hiccup. He goes to Villa, Gio comes in, and you're laughing at me, I don't know why. No, um, I'm not. I'm right, no, 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 right, no. But my point it's is, is I, I just feel as though he's have got probably a small cluster of players that have kind of been there and done it for years and I sometimes feel and I'm also including Celtic in this scenario as well I just think there's got to be times when a manager's got to go I think I've, I, I think I've had what I need out of you now don't get me wrong I'm not saying that that means you then let everybody leave like the McGregors and the Davises who are now at the end of their careers mm. I don't mean that my point is is that I would have thought that do you know what we're never, we're never going to let our captain go. So Tavernier's staying. Bassey's probably our, our, our biggest asset now, based on right now. So if, if we get the money for him, we get the 25 million for him, which that's really where we need to be. Of course we'll move him on. Mm. But if he doesn't go, phew, look at the player we've got. Right. Barisic has been there now for about three years. 
Four year. Four year, right. Four year, I think. He wants to play in a different league, as they all normally do, whether it go to Celtic or Rangers. And I just feel there's a small cluster of players at Rangers and also at Celtic that sometimes you need to go, I need to develop, I need, I need to grow the team. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm not going to stick with the same nucleus of players that, with all due respect, I, they won the league um, two years ago, but these players have also been part of a Rangers team that have also been knocked out, as, as well as getting to the Europa League final as well, I understand that, but I just think there's certain players at Rangers that Rangers should have said, do you know what, we appreciate what you've done, we're going to need to move you on because you've got a year left in your contract, or you've maybe been here a few more years and we just want to freshen things up a little bit. Well, the next few weeks are going to be interesting because, well, Leon, Leon Bargain's gone. Leon, which, Leon, he's which gone. Was a, he was, I liked Bargain. I don't really, I still don't really know how I feel about letting him go. I think it all depends. I think it's a when great. You, when you look at the end of the summer and go, aye, okay, right, it was a good decision to let Bargain go, depending on who we brought in and what happened. But Andy Fuff, goalkeeper, gone, which was no surprise how much a surprise he lasted as long as he did. No disrespect to the young boy, but he was almost like a competition winner at Rangers, who was just so happy to be there, mm. not playing. It was just, it just, it was as if every picture or video you've seen him in and around the ground, the stadium, the training ground, he was just happy to be there. He was just happy to be there, so uh, um, him and Barry. But y- y- you're going to you're going to lose you're going to lose a few. Like you said, there is a few there who've maybe reaching their sell by date now. A few of them are going to go, but you can't get rid of them all at once. Like you're keeping well, you're getting rid of Bargain and Firth, but you're you're keeping Arfield and Davis, which I've got no issue, especially Steve Davis. I think he's Rolls Royce worth his. I mean, for the wages a guy will be on for another year to come in. Which do you think he's won? <sighs> Who knows. No, but if you were to take, as much as you, well, as much as you, that's 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 certainly, um, certainly the case. No, I don't know, Chris. I don't. I don't. My point is, is that know. he's not going to be earning like twenty five, no, thirty grand a week, right? But you're not being right because he's the kind of guy who he gets Rangers. He's he's a class player. He sets regardless. the standards for the younger boys. Set the yeah. standards. Yep, he does exactly what you want. You're thirty six to thirty seven year old player today. That's why I have, I think even if he's um, extended no Alan McGregor's um, contract, I also would go. That's probably all right because I think these players will understand that they'll not play 50, 60 games. Aye, I think McGregor's time as number one is probably new at an end. Um, and if they did keep him on, it's more so a, maybe, a, I don't want to say a coaching role, but he's, he's he's a backup keeper and he's maybe working with the younger players. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be surprised if I seen him wait. I, I'd be very if surprised. If I was him, I would go. Would you? Just go. Aye. Aye, like he's, he's finished the European. All right, we, we, we lost the European final and we won the Scottish Cup. You don't want to hang about, you know. I mean, Jermaine Defoe tried to hang about, and it just never worked out. And then you leave before you know it, you leave it the side door in February or something. I know, I know. I, I think I, I wouldn't want that for McGregor. He's forty years old. He's gave us a good. He's going for. And the fact, the fact that what did they did they come on in the Scottish Cup final? Aye, come on the last two minutes. Aye, so it was probably a bit of a swan song. Well, that's what we thought, but no, it's not really the noises that he's making or the club. And if that was the case, surely it'd have been announced by now. So I don't know. And look, don't don't, and look, you're right. And mate, in the next two or three days, things can dramatically change on either side of the city. But I, I just think, for, even for a Celtic perspective, is I did not want Roger to leave. I, I said that on the, I think the second episode that I could understand why going forward Roger could be in amongst it. Uh, now Roger's twenty eight, um, uh, and forget about the European games and forget about only lasting sixty minutes, seventy minutes. Roger's getting you probably anywhere between 15 to 20 goals and assists. Mm. He's probably going to get you a few man of the matches and he, he also can he turn up. Winner, he right? can also turn up in those games like at Ibrox when he's done it many, many times before and he's been the, 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 the match winner. But 
I think, and I, and I hope I'm right, and I think I've said this to you before as well, Trent, I hope I'm right, is that I think Ange probably realises he's got a year left in his deal, I can keep him here, because he'll be part of my plans, but his game time's going to get reduced heavily, I'll feel like I need to play him because he's for Australia, or he's, he's, a, he's a good, good player, or I move him on, I do the right thing, I gave him the opportunity to go out in the high, he'll get paid off, or he'll get his wee bit left for, for Celtic, this is him and Vuitton, and they can go where they want to go, rather than be in a position in their career where they're, they've come, they're coming off the back of yeah, getting getting spanked left, right and centre, and nobody wants them, right? Mm. So then, but I also think that deep down, and, I, and I ho- there's no way that I can say that I'm going to be right, there's no way, but I hope I'm right that Angie's looked at it and went, you were exactly what I needed now, and yet I could utilise you next year, but I'm not just thinking about next year, I'm now thinking about the next two or three years, mm. and sometimes every club goes through, I call it a cycle, where sometimes you need to just go, listen mate, I don't want you to go, like, and Edward, I don't want you to go, you're, you're brilliant, but your heart's not in it the same as it, as it was when no, you were in the first yeah. two years, we yeah. sold you and I promised to come down here for two, maybe three years, we'll move you on, you're now going into your fourth year, and you can tell that you want to go away, no. so I'm going to get the money for you, brilliant, we were, we're delighted what you did, but we're going to need to move you on, and I think there's certain players that both Rangers have got, and I did think Goldson was one of them, I did think he was one of the players, he that he's been he's there, done. he's done it, he's helped you win the title, he's put his back on the map, move him on, his contract's out, and then build the team, maybe run about different players that, that Van Bronckhorst wants to build, because I, I, I see players like Kamara struggling for game time. Well, we've got a strong midfield, when I, everybody's fit, but, but can you, can you, if I said that to you two years ago, no, you'd go, no, you'd go there's no chance he, that he's the first name of the team. He's, uh, but I, that's all I understand how, it's how, how much Lundstrom's come on leaps and bounds and all. That's like, what I'm saying. Lund- but Lundstrom for January onwards was almost unplayable. So, and that's and Lundstrom and Jack tend to be, as of right now, it looks like they're the two who are the first pick. But Jack, unfortunately, it's got a bit like Hollander. It's not reliable. Great players in a position, but no reliable. And... A lot of Rangers fans are now getting frustrated and thinking, well, if we're going to we're going to kick on and build and challenge and get this title back, it, like, we can't we can't hang our coat on players like Ryan Jack Hollander because they're just not reliable. Oh, but Jack's one of my favourite players. But, um, but it's not a bad thing to have fucking Kamara. No, of course. Steve Davis sitting I, the bench I, I, either. I, so I know that, but, but I just... I, I'd expect to see one more in centre mid uh, come in, at least one in centre mid. Um, and I think our field and... Steve Davis will play like a bit. They'll, part be, they'll be understudies. I don't. They'll, they'll just fall back. And the thing is, is that as you said, twenty minutes into a game, not in each, no a bad player to look to on the bench because you're not just bringing a player off that's just signed for the the team. That's a bit part player, right? You're no. bringing a player off who knows the club. And uh, people that obviously are going to listen to this podcast will know, especially from a Celtic and Rangers perspective, is that you just give something extra. Uh, when, there's, you, 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 there's just something in your DNA. Steve Davis brings a calmness to any game. Yeah, there, there's going to be times at say Tynecastle, Celtic Park, Hamden, or European nights, whatever it might be, where you just need 10, 15 minutes. We're to one nil up, down. two one up, and we need to cling on to the result, and we're, we're kind of erratic. We're all out of place, or we're one all. We're looking for a winner. We need a winner, but we're also wary of getting maybe pinged on the counter. Steve Davis would be the perfect candidate to come on the park and go, right, Correct. 
let's get back to basics. Give me the ball, and I'll zip it home. I'll put it home. I'll just and just calm Orch- everybody down, yeah, and just go. And there's games last year where he did. I think he came on the semi-final against Celtic. I think it was a semi-final against no, Celtic. I think you're right. And um, what a difference he made. He did. And he's like 38, and he just and he doesn't do anything standoutish, glamorous, nothing like that. He just comes on and he's got a presence but and a does calmness. The ba- does the basics. That all really comes well. from experience, and he's played top level pretty much all his whole career. I mean, he left Rangers, played European final Rangers the first time. Went down to England, had a stormer with Southampton for, I think he was our captain. And um, he's come back and he's, he's again played high level with Rangers, winning the leagues and trophies and got a European final again. You can't, you can't put a price, it's easy, and I think it's la- uh, lazy for a lot of fans to look at a guy like Steve Davis and go, I still get rid of him. Aye. But, but why not have him now? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Sake, I, all right, there will come a point where you go, right, that, that's got to be better now, but I don't think. You, you look at the, the influence he had when he did come on last year. He had a, he had a spell with injury, I believe, in Van Bronckhorst first came in. But then he got a few games towards the end, and you can still see what he brings. Oh, 100%. Um, and that's why I'm saying, to you, even though I'm a Celtic fan, I, uh, you, you'll, I, I'll always give my honest opinion on both sides. And, and no matter who we talk about, Liverpool, Man U, whoever it may be, I always try and look at it from both sides of the coin. That's why I'm saying to you, I think getting him on. Arfield on, possibly McGregor on is probably a, a good thing, but like I just think that you've got Ryan Kent coming into his last year, you've got Morelos coming into his last year. Mm. Um, I mean, I'd probably take a guess and say that maybe Barris has just got a year or two left. Uh, and then what happens is, is that let's say from a worst case scenario, you have the same sort of year, it doesn't go your way, you don't win the league, you get into a cup final, whatever it may be. There's less likelihood of your Morelos is staying, get your money. Kent staying, getting the money. Um, and then guess what? That, then your Bassies and your Hadjis and your Aribos go. I, I, I've been here now, but and I it's no time to. And what you want to be in, you want to be in a position of power. And I just feel as if, I, I just feel as if you've got to a Europa League final. And look, don't get me wrong. I don't think this can change. And he might win the treble next year, and he's in a tremendous position. Maybe players don't want to go. But I, I, I look at players like Ryan Christie with, with Celtic. Mate, he was brilliant. He, Ryan Christie was a very good player for Celtic. He was scored in cup finals. Um, he, he was energetic. He, he was able. He played the way a Brendan Rodgers team would play. He played the way a Neil Lennon team would play, and I think he would have fitted into that role that Postecoglou had. Mm. But he reached that end of his cycle where you could tell he just he, he dropped his he, ball. He dropped the ball. He dropped. He, he dropped the ball, and and that's all right. That's fine because. Every player, you know what it's like, you go to your, your end job, sometimes you go, I, I, I now feel like I, I move or I feel like I need to move up in the world or whatever it may be and a football player in particular has got to take that opportunity and I just think that, is this the best you're ever going to get, unless unless Kent has a tremendous year and scores you 15 goals, creates 15 goals, signs a four year deal and then somebody comes in and gives you 15, 20 million. I just think it's, a, I think it's playing with fire, keeping players like that, especially when, let's be honest, as much as I think Ryan Kent is a tremendous player, I think he frustrates you more than he turns up. He does domestically. Right. Yeah, I, I, and you're right. And I, you know, so his I, return wasn't great last year. Would three, you keep Kent? goals or something. No, think about it. Aye, I Bigger would keep picture. him. I would so, keep him, aye. So you think he'll sign a new deal? I'm not, I'm not listening. What, what, would I, would, you want what I want him to do and what I think he'll do are two different things. I, I would like him to sign a new deal because I, the, you, you've seen what he done in Europe last year. Oh, he terrorised teams. I know. I mean, he ripped uh, Borussia Dortmund apart twice, but 
but domestically, I don't know. I mean, he's come out and said yourself, he, he struggles against their teams that's sitting. But, but you can't you can't use that as an excuse because that's what Rangers and Celtic have got to deal with every week. They've got to deal with it. They have to learn and to deal with a it. A player like him, and he's been here four years now. For him to come out with that after four years, you think, well, you knew us three. Sorry, has he been here four, four or three, three or four years? I'd say he's been here. Well, I think this is either going to including his loan season. So, aye. Um, well, I like. I would like for him to return, but I think I would give him. I I would give him more time if we could. Uh, uh, the, the the players I would personally wouldn't mind seeing gone would be Barisic, Halander came out with. Uh, I would keep Jack. Just in case, I, I think he's worth one last throw of the dice. But I think Kemar Roof's a great player. And he's, he's, he's actually, statistics and that, goal return and stuff, is actually very, very good and impressive. But it's just, he, when he's back and he's in a team, you think, that I, I know what I did last year, I thought, alright, he's due to get injured. That's the way when he's playing, he's that's three or four games in a row now, he's due an injury. Like, that's what you're thinking, and sure enough, mm. one behold, getting injured. I mean, it's a shame for him. I feel sorry for him. Nobody, any player wants to get injured, but at the end of the day, you, you can't be sentimental about these things. And he's, I think he's got. I think he would be one of the ones I'd go. So I reckon we still get about three, maybe four, between three and four million from him. Mm. So it's going to be an interesting few weeks, mate. Uh, we're only what first week in June. It's only first week in June, so there's still there's, there's a lot there's of bags of time to go. There's a lot yeah. of twists and turns and contracts to be signed and. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it develops. Yeah. And I think. I think. Um, I mean, obviously, we'll go into the next, the next topic. But I think um, Suter is a good sign. I think that's a. If he stays fit. That's a. That's a. That's a steady. He's played in Scotland. I mean, I'm not saying he's a Rangers fan. He might be a Rangers fan, but he should know the standards that the club Aye, are going to set. And he was absolutely outstanding in the cup final. Show. He was. He was the best player, best Hearts player. And he's he's By good a, with the ball. He's, feet, Craig he's quick. A, a stormer as well, but. Um, it seemed like every ball that would get whipped into that box, he was right in there. He did away, he did away, he did away. And there was a few right. a few big, big tackles in the box and all that he got bang on as well. So he, he played with his skin in the cup final. That's one game, I know that. And I didn't really see, listen, I don't, I you don't watch. I watch Hearts. No way why, but I mean, he's, he's got a big reputation. I, I think most of the concerns come with his fitness and his injuries because he's not got a great track record. But, but I think it's worth a punt. Free transfer. Free transfer, aye. Right. Young Scottish boy who's been wanted uh, by other clubs elsewhere and I, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a good gamble to go for. I Aye. think it is. But I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing another centre half come in because we've got King and we've got uh Hollander. Ballion's now gone. So I would for me I think Hollander would be would be Ofsky, I think. But you know you can never predict these things. You, you, you don't you know keep the, the players get a pre season under them, they come out and they start well and it's having it's forgotten about it. Would you keep Morelos? Um, I know that's aye, I would keep Morelos, stupid because he scores I would keep Morelos so we're not in a position to not keep Morelos because if, if you goes, don't keep Morelos who, who's there Roof mm, can he play five six games in a row and then, you're, you're, and then how much money does it take to replace guys at Morelos and Roof's quality so alright if you stagger it across a couple of seasons where alright Roof's went this year we'll replace him this year and then the following year Morelos goes and then it gives you but if you lose the two of them Mm. Yeah, you, I mean, you're, you're, it makes sense. Millions millions. I just always think about the. And if we're going to make the Champions League, he's going to be pivotal. Do you know I think? Mm. Pivotal in the, the qualifiers. Um, no, I agree. I agree. Lads, I think it's time to have a little bit of an intermission. I've got a bit of a quiz for you. How's that sound? <sighs> Here we go. I need to spank him again. <laughs> 
Well, I, I can't remember the last time you've spanked anyone in a trivia quiz, Christopher. Go on. Go Let's on. You know. Exactly. Go on. Alrighty. I've, so. got, I've got the answers in front of me here, Stevie Boy. <laughs> 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 I can't actually see them, honestly. Go. Alright. Okay, go for it. First question, lads. First question is... Is this a buzzer? Is this a shake your twisties? <laughs> it's a test, it's a, we'll test the buzzers again. Do you remember what your buzzers were last time? Ah, but we can't use that. Uh, we need to keep it. Ah, we need, clean we need, we need to. Okay, so Celtic champions. Anthony, uh, Anthony uh, Van der Bora, CSC. The most successful team in the world is too long for a buzzer, isn't it? So <laughs> really that. I'll just shout Rangers. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right, right. Stevie's going to shout Rangers. Yep. Chris is going to shout Celtic. Champions. Champions. Cheers. Cheers. Rangers and champions. All right, first question. When was the last time neither Celtic nor Rangers won the top division in Scotland? Oh, Rangers. Oh. You've said Rangers. Uh, Rangers. Go for it. I don't know. I know it was the 80s. I think it was, it was Aberdeen, and I think it was... Oh, no. He's going to guess it because he's the luckiest and the jammiest guy you'll ever meet in your life. And the thing is, he'll just spit out in. He'll just... He'll I'm just, just going to go 83. I don't think that's right. Oh, he's just off. It's 84, 84. Oh, I swear yeah, I was can, going can to I just make it, make, it, make it clear to the, the, the listeners out there, I was going to say... 84. Two years, so the two years we're going to say. Hold on, hold on. That's one nil to me. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, a second tier. Let's go. All right, Let's next go. question. Uh, whoa, do we call that one nil? No, of course we did. Because I, I, I didn't have the opportunity to Sorry. answer it. It should have been going to the he guy. He already told you the answer. Yeah, well, you got. I just said that I knew it anyway. Grow up. Grow yeah, up. Right. Yeah. Oh, all right, next question. One nil. Brilliant. What year did the first Scottish Cup final take place? Ah, oh, no chance. I don't know. No way. So if I end up. Just we'll get the answer, right? Will he get the opportunity? He will. <laughs> so, I didn't get the opportunity in the last well, one. It sounds like you're both going to get it wrong anyway. He doesn't know. What do you mean? I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fountain of knowledge answer here, by the, the way. Question, man. So, champions. Yes, go for it. 18. <laughs> 92. Wrong. Stephen. Nah, I'm not going to guess. 1874. Oh! Righty. One Next. note is me, so one note, bro. <laughs> Keep it going. Next question. Which manager has won the most Scottish Cups? Celtic uh, champions. Jockstein. Probably Incorrect. Not. Should be. You should be going for it. Oh. Oh, it's... Wow. All right. Um, Look at us getting all the time in the world. Gets his phone out and everything. There's no time. <laughs> there is a timer. Um, wow, man. I'm stunned at that. I don't know what I can eat. Think about all the, the Scottish Mr. managers. Mr. Wallace. Wrong. Willie Miley. Oh, it's uh, Uncle Willie. Once again, a Celtic manager. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, good. Well you done. Still 1 0. Brilliant. Okay. Which club holds the record for the longest winning streak in Scottish Cup final appearances? Champions. This is a 50 50, isn't it? So he's, he's got him a Celtic. He's going to guess this one. Probably Aberdeen, though. Incorrect. Who is it? Don't you dare. I seen you give him a wink there, by the way. I gave no wink. You are a dirty. <laughs> I seen a, 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 no a slice. What was it then? Did you have a turn? I'll guess Rangers. But Rangers is correct. 1 0. Oh. Yes, an official 1 0. Can't believe it. Brilliant. Can't believe he's equalised in the 45th minute. 45th minute. Shocking. 45th minute. Brilliant. What an equaliser that was. Right in the top corner. You have been shocking. And, and, no, and the thing is, right? The thing is, is that I actually think that this is probably a goal. That was offside, and you're going to game it because I seen your wee wink there. By the way, even zero yeah. winks. Go, hurry up, oh. quick! All right, last question. Which, oh, last minute of the game. Here we go, bang! Which Scottish? So I can't lose it. Carry on, Trent. Ah <laughs> yes. Which Scottish football stadium is at the highest altitude? Rangers. Rangers. 
Oh, okay, first. on you go. Oh, I don't know. I, so I, I don't even know why I say Rangers because I don't know. <laughs> At the highest altitude? Yeah. I don't know. Well, hold on a minute. You, you've gave him the opportunity. Yeah. Stephen, Stephen has to. Stephen has to answer. Right, I'm just going to randomly shout a stadium in because he's buying time here to try and think of something. So I'm going to quickly shout one. Um, Any quicker? Period. Incorrect. See how you about to say correct there? He wants you to win. He's <laughs> head to toe in blue. Hurry Ross up, County. Try to buy time. Ross County. Uh, which is which is the? I don't know the stadium. Is it the Dingwall? Is it Dingwall? Aye. No, the answer is Broadwood. Yes. So what? That was ah, one yes. each. One each. It's brilliant. One, no. one yeah. each. Brilliant. Beat again. Brilliant. Beat Fantastic. Can't believe I'm celebrating a one each. Cannot believe I'm celebrating a one each. But I did lead for most of the game. Oh, so listen. Um, brutal. Hetty tone blue. You're nothing but favouritising him. <laughs> nothing at all. By the way. Shocking. Is there a prize for these quizzes? There was a hubba bubba. Is that the prize, is it? You used to have been I'm a hubba bubba for the last 45 <laughs> minutes here. And I cannot wait to take it up the road. Can't wait to take it up the road. Anyway, Scotland. Aye. Perfect. <sighs> here we go, Scotland. Now, you have got something uh, up your sleeve, but can I just elaborate a little bit on the, the Scottish it. thing, right? Because I think that you're going to uh, rattle into them big time. Now, I'm going to be very, very controversial here. Anybody who knows me here and back home, uh, there is no, uh, I am not patriotic whatsoever when it comes to the Scottish national team. Love being Scottish, love my accent, love everything that you have got to do with being Scottish, right? But you didn't have a Scottish skin, because you're the only well, guy in Perth, Australia, smack bang in the middle of winter, that's right? pure bronze in it. Of course, aye, sallow skin. I've it? got, I've got uh, family, always family been there, in the DNA, Italian, been there, Italian DNA. Snow always been there. Wait until we've got videos and they'll know what remember it's all about. Remember, remember. Chat last year, remember Trent. Remember, just you remember. Remember Stoney there with the football team, shot white. Uh, awkward to say I'm pretty sure I was the one that produced that photo oh there you go yes. it was a picture Once of Mr, Mr. McGarvey chalk white was it, it was as if someone had as white as photoshopped chalk. that burning of the sun on one person as if you know how when you get a yes. photo and it's just so white you think oh it hasn't developed properly yes. it was yes. only across yep. his body like him? and new look at him in three are, you, are you paying him and new look at him in three or four years are you actually like paying him well do you like, know what you're lucky we've Mr. got a podcast and it's not on the, Mr. the TV Third place, we're going to start right? calling him because, because you're losing your hair He's pure you're, bronze. You're milker than a, <laughs> than, 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 than a bottle. <laughs> I know, I'm not, I can't even remember saying that. You're milker. <laughs> oh, yes. You're milker than a bottle. Oh, <laughs> Do you know, I was thinking to myself, what could I say that's really white? And I just thought, I'm milk, and I'm going, milkier. <laughs> milker. Milker. Anyway. One nation at a time, and look how flustered they got. Brilliant. Carry on. Carry on. And hang on, I know, he phoned me last week saying to me, where'd you buy your steak? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going, listen, mate, I'll just come to your, your house and give Um So... Um, anyway, uh, I um, never followed the Scottish team. I had no desire in it. I just Celtic through and through. I didn't follow any other country. I wasn't like because of the roots between Celtic and Ireland. Nothing. My granddad was for Ireland. It had no bearing on me. I, I just watched World Cups like everybody did, and I supported Brazil or whoever the best player in the world was at the time, or whatever it may be, right? Scotland, I remember my first memory for Scotland. They got to Euro 96, right? No, and then they were wearing that tartan, that tartan strip. It's actually a nice strip. But they were littered with Rangers players. Andy Gorham, Alan McCoyst. I mean, I think Stuart McCall was playing then as well. And I'm, I don't know who the full team was. Jury. There you go, right? So maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. But I had no desire, right? Maybe that's why you don't like them. 
I'm not saying I don't like them. I do like them. I, I actually do. I actually, in fairness, I do want Scotland to win. Of course, I want Scotland to win. I, I, I've got an interest in them winning. But I'd be lying if, to say if I was upset. Never been to a Scottish game in my life. The only Scotland tap I've ever wore is probably something that somebody that somebody bought me. I've never went out and bought a Scottish tap. And that's one more Scotland tap than me, mate. And uh, and and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just the way it is. So watching Euro '96 and question. Yep. Okay. It sounds like, and this is as an outsider, the tour you are nearly religious about your domestic clubs, but apathetic and indifferent about your national team. That's that's not something that I would well, I would find is normal. Uh, no, of course not. I'm actually a little bit. Um, it's frustrating for me, Trent, to actually admit that. Because everybody who's Scottish automatically, uh, 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 want, you know, they, they support Scotland, and that's fine. I'm not saying that I'll never go to a Scotland Scotland game. I'm not saying that I would never have celebrated like a nut job when Lee Griffith scored that free kick at Hamden. I'm, I'm not saying that whatsoever. My point is, is that I've got no desire whether they're doing extremely well or not. Of course, I want them to do well. But if they get beat, it doesn't affect me. And I don't know why that is. It just doesn't affect me. Is that because you've spent, and not being funny, your whole life being disappointed and therefore have learned to essentially <laughs> not be bo- not be bothered if you continually lose it? Well, well, maybe. I mean, like I said, but you're on 96, so I was what? I was 10. Um, I watched uh, McAllister hit the penalty where Seaman saved it. And I was gutted. But I was, well, sorry, I was upset that he missed the penalty. Um, but, mate, how glorified was the the Gaza goal they got the Gaza goal flicking it over Hendry smashed it into Andy Gordon's net mm. and it's glorified and, mm. and and by the way well done it was, a t- it was one of the best goals you'll, you'll voted ever voted best see. goal at Wembley there you go so but it kind of it kind of made a bit of a statement on me uh, because look um, I can do a different kind of uh, route here so my cousin moved to Germany right when he was 10 no 11 or 12 but we used to go to Germany quite a lot, right? So when he was living there, I would always go about four or five times a year, right? I don't know if you know this. I used to go there four or five times a year. So when I used to go in the summer holidays, right, it would be for like six, seven weeks at a time. So it got to the point where I was about 15, 16, and he was playing for a team, right? And I don't know, I can't remember who he was playing for. I think it was either Hamburg or St. Pauli, right? He was playing for one of these teams. And uh, so obviously when he used to go to training, which was three or four times a week, Rather than me sitting in the house, I'd just go with him. And it was one of the ones where you had to ask the manager, look, can my cousin play and all that sort of stuff, right? So I used to go to these training sessions and uh, you've got me, typical Scottish mentality. I'm going to run my socks off. I'm going to charge a left back. I'm going to charge a right back. I'm going to put pressure on the goalie. I'm going to tackle. I'm going I'm just going to be a, a nuisance. So I'm thinking in my head, which, and I don't know if you, have, if you, had this, if you were brought up in the same mentality that... I, of course, it would be good if you could knock the ball in the wall or if you could, you know, ha- have great technical ability. But you were really, really noticed for your hard work and your endeavour and all your, you know, those a- attributes before your technical attributes. So I'm training. We went to a few tournaments as well. And uh, the, the manager would put, pull me aside and say to me, um, why why are you chasing the left-back? Why, why are you chasing the right-back? Why are you... Why are you, you, you are running all over the front line and you're doing this, you're doing that, blah, blah. Um, and then when we win the ball back, you're, you're, you're no good to anybody. And see, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, me, I am running my socks off for you. You should be grateful that I'm running 
this way for you. I am working my socks off so that you think that I'm doing so well that way. But mate, I don't know what it is. It just clicked in my brain. Something just straight away. I don't mind admit that something takes me a little bit of time to click onto things. But, but right, no big time, of course. Click my once again, forty five minutes and I've clicked onto him. Blue blue, red and white, you get red pants on and all. Shocking man. Red socks on and all, you're terrible man. Um but it, it dawned on me straight away, right, Stevie, that what am I doing? This guy's telling me to sit back, wait until we win the ball, and then move into channels. Mm. Get beyond the man, and then use your energy. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, that this is back in, when I was 16, we're talking 20 years ago, mm. and I know football has now developed that you've now got the front three pressing, so that sort of thing now happens. But see, back then, a lot of European teams, you look at the Italian leagues, they weren't the high-scoring teams. They would lose the ball, they would get back in their own half, and they would sit back until they won the ball, and then their technical players could maybe pass a, a 30 yard pass or score for 25 yards, whatever it may be. So, I've been to Germany that often and went to that many training sessions and the, these tournaments to make me realise straight away there is this is one of the, the biggest reasons why Scottish football is the way it is. I don't care what anybody says, right? You look back in the day, mate, when you had your Dalgleishes and your Jimmy Johnsons and all the other players that played for Scotland because they were out in the street, not in a, a ball against the wall, and their technical ability was brilliant. And then, fast forward, when you were 10 to maybe 15, when you used to go to football training, you'd spend half an hour doing the warm-up, and then you'd do another half an hour sprinting, and you might get a game at the end. Mm. There was none of this control with the outside of your fit, control with the left side of your fit. There, there, was, no, there was no encouragement from a... From a I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, I do apologise, but... There was never any encouragement, unless you were at a fairly good team and you had a fairly good coach, which was very, very rare, especially in Glasgow, where they would sit you there and go, look, in order for you to improve as a player, you need to improve your left foot or you need to open your body this way and this is the reason why you're opening your body and this is why you play this position and this is how I'm going to teach you to play this position. And uh, that just didn't happen. It was just four four two. Um, when you get the ball, you hoof it forward, uh, and hopefully the ball gets to one of your best players, and he can do something magic with it. Mm. And that was predominantly what it was like from a very very young age, growing up to sixteen seventeen. And then that's how they that's how they got pro youth involved. Mm. That's how mm. pro youth football was involved in Scotland because they started to do it a lot bit differently. Where they wanted the back four to come out with the ball. The other team would sit back, and in the moment you hit the halfway line, man, bang, they would hit you. But it was too late. The Germans, the Italians, the Spanish, all these teams were doing it for that long. That's the reason why, in my opinion, as much as your Ashley Coles and your Gary Neville's and your Beckham's and your Scholes's and all these guys were phenomenal football players, see when they went on the park against a no a very good Argentina or a no very good Spain or whatever it may be, and I'm talking about in the late 90s, probably early 2000s, they couldn't get anywhere near them. Because they had the mentality of, I'm going to work my socks off. But look at the size of Iniesta, look at the size of Xavi, mate. Didn't matter how big and strong they were. Mm. They could play half a park. Because mm. yeah. technically, what they were doing right is in the in the, in the the actual nature of football is they were holding onto the ball. They could hold onto the ball. They knew how to control it. And I don't mean control it as in one touch. I mean control the game. Mm. And then they build for that. And what's happening is, I think England have certainly made massive massive um, leaps forward but I think they've made massive leaps because the, the EPL is now littered foreign. littered with foreign mm -hmm. players Aye. so you've got so many foreign coaches now in the EPL 
bringing their ideas forward that it's only natural for a Kyle Walker to listen to Pep Guardiola mm. or Harry Kane to listen to Conte and then when they turn up in their international scene they're getting learned a European way of playing football maybe that's a hard statement to make and then before you know it when they're getting told right we're going to do this tactic or we're going mm. to do this tactic or we're going to play a 3-4-3 three, three, because mate I'll tell you right now see if clubs back in 1998 2000 were playing predominantly 4-4-2 it was it was predominantly 4-4-2 with everybody mm. you look at a team now if England were to go down to um, 10 men they could switch it in a heartbeat see mm. if somebody was out injured they could, go, they could go they could go to a 3-4-3 they could go to a 3-5-2 because they're more tactically aware so that is actually one of the main reasons why I'm upset at the Scottish national team I know I got there in the end is because they had this hoof it up the park mentality and this will work strong, will work harder. And it does happen from time to time. Walter Smith had to use his... Well, his squad, didn't it? His, his squad, squad to his were advantage. only built for that, he, weren't he, he, players? he knew, right, I've got players that will run through brick walls for me. This is the job that I need to do. And he got there, he nearly got there, mate. He was a bit here away for getting there. But that happens once in a blue moon. Well, they manage, a f- they manage us a few and far between Aye, the modern but, football, but, eh? but, 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 you know, look at um, Greece changed. when they won the Euros. Did Greece play nah, tremendous? Were they, were, 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 they, were they beating teams left, right and centre? Just uh, well organised. They were well organised. They used their set pieces to their advantage. And good on them. Well done. Aye. that They deserve to. But what happens once in a blue moon? Now, before you get into your rant, because I know that you're going to give it a, a, a better rant than me, but I was listening to something the other day, right? In the last 20 years, and I hope I've got my numbers right, maybe Trent can, can, can correct me here, in the last 20 years, I think the Spanish League has dominated the Champions League. We talk about the EPL being the best, talk about the Spanish League, the all these other clubs, right? They all want to win the Champions League, I don't care what they say, they all want that competition. Of course, Man City and Liverpool and Man, you want to win the EPL, but they want to win the Champions League. Mm. That's what they really, really want to get to. And I look at the last 20 years, and I'm pretty sure Madrid have won it eight times. Right. I think Barcelona have won it four. So you're, talk, you're straight away there, you're talking about 50% has been won. We're not talking about the finalists like Atletico Madrid and all the guys that have got close to it. And mm. think about I Valencia. Know, I so I my know. point is, is that the EPL is a tremendous league there's no doubt about it their marketing is absolutely phenomenal their commentary is tremendous I mean nobody's going to tune into the Bundesliga to listen to they've got they've got these wee cast off shows right, and all they've, they've got it, an absolute team remember back in the day Soccer AM you woke up on a Saturday morning before your game oh, it was brilliant man you go and watch Soccer AM mm-hmm. but my point is is that there's a reason why these clubs are dominating it's because they know how to play the game of football mm-hmm. but like myself but, anyway, um, sorry, but I, but anyway, I, I didn't. I, that, I wanted to get that out there so that you know. No, I think that's it. I think that's evident. No, is what bothers me with Scotland is. Fuck, where did I start, man? It's, <laughs> well, first and foremost, I'll tell you one thing. See if me and you were playing, <laughs> you would be on the bench. <laughs> I'd be the captain, and I'd be sent to the gaffer. You got to bring him home at twenty to go to, cook, to calm this game, dude. See, honest, I don't even know about the one picked. Oh, um, honestly, it's depressing watching them sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's depressing watching them most of the time. They just. They've got this uh, Scotland. They've got this culture. Scottish national team, in my eyes, have got this cult, this this culture issue. They, they they seem to like the hard luck story. Correct. Scotland love the hard luck story. They've they've always done it. There's always been excuses. It's no, always, but it's, it's never their fault. Or they just they, they focus on the wrong things. Like you go back to two thousand seven, the the qualifying campaign with Italy and France, right? Mm-hmm. Scotland obviously beat France home and away. They were, away. they were they were they were doing they were doing brilliant Walter Smith left through that campaign McLeish came in finished it off and they, 
they, they took it right to the wire against Italy at home. They had to, they had to beat Italy at home, and I think that was just to get the playoff. Top of the group of Fran- what, France. What was the score again? 2 1 Italy won. Was that that wasn't the game? Did Caldwell score again? Uh, score against France. He scored against France, beating one 0 But so this was the Italy game, last game of the group, right? Who, okay. So what happened there was win, and we get the qualifier. France were, were top in the group, I believe, um, and qualified for the World Cup. Aye. So Scotland that game went one 0 down after after a minute, a minute on a court. Look at Tony runs across Alan Hunting front post, bang. Remember watching the game in campus, actually, classical. My my doppelganger. Um. Bang and goes one 0 It was pissing her in. Remember the game well, and uh, one 0 doing it, and then halfway through the first half, I think it was Di Natale scored to make it two 0 early, but it was rolled offside. Wasn't offside. Half a yard on, easy. Wasn't offside, so we go, we go, we got away with one. Second half, Barry Ferguson equalises. It's half a yard offside, easy. It's offside. No n- question about it. But we get away with it. There's two we get away with. It's now one each. Right, minute to go in the game. But f- to be honest, the, the refereeing decision was was, a, was appalling. Um, Alan Hunting goes to clear a ball at left back, and he's bad. Way real, real. Listen, there's a shoulder tackle and it's a pads, and this was this was almost common assault. Is it Cellini? <laughs> I think it was. Bars right in him, and unbelievably, I, I don't know why, I don't know how, the referee came to the conclusion that it was a free kick against Scotland. Uh, honestly, you you check it on YouTube whenever it's, it's, it, was, it was a shocker, right? But a free kick still comes on my pillow, and there's um, I think it was Pinucci, shows a free header. Italy win two one. There's two minutes left. Game over. Yeah. We're out, and it's a famous hard luck story again. Papers the next day, two three days. We were cheated. We were robbed. Who is this ref? I actually remember the, the record or the son sent a journalist to his hotel room because he was refereeing another game the week later and. So front page and the, 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 they sent him his hotel reception and we're trying to find him trying to track down the ref for an explanation of how that free kick was gave for Panucci to then score a header never mind the fact that Barry Ferguson's goal was offside right? <laughs> never mind that Dean Italy's goal was onside to make it 2-0 and never mind that for that free kick criminally Panucci's rose above everybody else and put a free header in to win the game 2-1 we forget about all that yep. and we went to go for the ref we were cheated we were robbed but we don't want to talk about the actual facts of the game. And I, I remember speaking after the game with Scotland fans and, and that annoyed me massively. Like, oh, cheating, fucking this and cheating. Well, no, no, really. If you, want, if, you want to, if you want to go down that road, then we'll just talk about it. i just talk about it. Exactly. It, it, it doesn't work that way. And, and for me, too many times, like I say, Scotland focus on the wrong thing. You've got them going to the Euros here. They get into the Euros, the, the tournament was expanded. Where I know they get into that Euros under normal the normal format mm-hmm. that we've been used to for years. Who knows? We'll never know. But listen, they go there. They get by Israel and I think in some sort of uh, the wee groups that you get. I, don't, I struggle to know how fucking international football works now with all these changes. And then they go, to get, go up against Serbia. right? Serbia, by the way. No Portugal. No Spain. No Holland. Serbia, right? Mm. And they scrape through in penalties. But they still go through and they make the tournament. So that's that. Scotland, Scotland's overjoyed. The reaction that was a first major tournament in twenty years or something, like twenty two years or twenty ninety eight. France ninety eight oh, was the last right. one. So then we go to Czech Republic, first game, Czech Republic. Now we're in a tough group with Czech Republic, England, Croatia. They need to beat Czech Republic at Hamden. That's the game at the three. Uh, we and, think and at Hamden. That's the one. If you're going to if you're going to qualify, that's the one. You need to get their points. Yep. They go out 
and they stink the place out. A joker performance, won at the races, and I believed that at full time, that's us done. Mm. That's us done. How, but we've got Croatia and England next. But typical Scotland, they'll go and they'll battle their hearts out against England and get a 0 0. The celebrations for that were, were, for me, well over the top. I think it. Um, it made a lot of people forget, well, all right, all right, it's a decent point, but do you remember what we just done there at Czech Republic? The, mo- the most yep. important one. But Scotland have got this horrible, hor- they've got this horrible habit of just hating England. Instead of just instead of just worrying about what we've got today to get through, and it was more important, ah, but we, took, I don't know, we drew England, we stopped them for beating us. Mm-hmm. Right, right, but we also just got rattled off Czech Republic here. Like, if, we, if we want to be serious and we want to get through... I mean, look at Wales and Northern Ireland in major tournaments in the last five to ten years. I know, I and embarrassing us. Um, and and we, 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 I mean, that's the thing. We, Wales haven't even got a recognised... Well, they have got a recognised league, like domestic league. I know. But, but it's nowhere... Like, you're not going to no, see a... And the size look, of the know. place, and it's no, it's not as if it's done much different Same Scotland. Ireland and Aye, that's what I mean. But I've got this... Oh, oh, we, we drew England, and the celebrations that, for me, were just a, a bit... I don't know. I, I don't know, like it. And, of course... Uh, well, we went to the third, the third group game against the home of Croatia. Still no scored a goal, by the way. We eventually did score, but we got beat 2-1. And then it's a kind of glorious failure again. That. But we drew England. <laughs> aye, but, aye, but we're out. We're out at the first hurdle. After all these years and mm. uh, uh, waiting and waiting and waiting, we're just back to being, ah, uh, we're out again at the first hurdle. Aye. aye. I don't know, but did, did you see that performance at Wembley? See Billy Gilmore? Playing, aye, yeah, yeah, all right, but we're out. Right, that's the frustrating thing about Scotland, and then has there ever been a Scotland team that you've looked at and you've went, I, I, I like that team. Well, I, 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 mean, I, I liked Walter Smith's team. Ah, the Walter Smith team, they weren't, they weren't good, but it was they, they looked as if they all enjoyed. I think the, the they enjoyed. Uh, you had Walter, you had Ali, it brought you had the country No, I think, I think, I think it's in tatters because no, a lot of people like Steve Clark. Um, and I did I look, and this a lot is of battles where, around the game. And this is where I can look at both sides of the coin and go, look, I, Steve Clark can only do what he can do with his players. And this is probably the best set of players that he's that any Scotland manager's probably had for a long time. I know that Walter had your Fergusons and uh, the Caldwells, and, and 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 I think Craig Gordon was a goalkeeper back then. It might have been McGregor. I'm not too sure. Um, but this is a good, good Scotland team. And 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 the, and the new all play predominantly in a modern style. Like you know, you've got Billy Gilmore, Chelsea, you've got um, Ryan Christie's new at Bournemouth being promoted, you've got McGregor, the captain, uh, a Celtic. But um, one, of, one of the biggest problems, Chris, is that they've got two standout players in the one position. I know. And they've shuffled a pack where, where it admits that and all. Every Scotland fan. Oh, he's went with a back three. They've shuffled Tierney. a pack to accommodate two left backs in a team. And I know Tierney never played against Ukraine because he was injured. And they've got Andy Roberts on the left wing. What would you do in that scenario? I mean, obviously, they're talking about professional coaches here who are making professional hard decisions. <laughs> Me and you can sit here in a, in a booth and have that. It's hard. It's hard. Would you, you would you would you be drafting the captain of Liverpool? Eh, sorry, would you be drafting the the probably one, arguably the best left back in the EPL, one of the best left backs in the world on his day at the moment, or would you be drafting Kieran Tierney? Well, I think I think you've got to play Roberts. I think it's just because of the, I think, the I trophies think, he's think winning recently. But, but like I think the stature of the club he's playing me like. But I think you could have easily, easily played a Kieran Tierney inside him. Possibly. He's got the pace. The only problem you've got is Kieran Tierney hasn't been playing in a position where he's jumping, trying to hit on the ball all day. He's opening his body up, he's collecting on oh, the left hand side. Boy, he's and he's not a big boy. But, you know, I, I just think that um, 
because I think they tried to play Robertson more forward at, at one point, and I think they realised that, and and you you know what it's like when you're playing a game and you're playing your natural position, and you know when you collect the ball how you're going to move left right whatever it may be, and Robertson was collecting it too high up the park, and naturally he's always going to try and get it back the ball back to Van Dyke or the ball into Henderson, whereas maybe when he was collecting the ball when he was further forward, well, he should have been doing a left sided winger well, should be doing. People listen to us too and go, oh, well, you you sitting there and saying that now, but he got into the Euros. Again, right, you can't argue that, but you also look at it's an expand it was an expanded tournament and I think that was your best hope of getting to a major Correct. tournament. Correct. Which, which when the news came through they're going to expand the tournaments because I didn't see any hope for Scotland getting into another tournament in my lifetime unless something like that happened. When, he's got him there, so he's gonna he's gonna hang his coat on that and he's like he's, he can dine out on that for a while, Steve Clark, but there's got to come a point where Questions need to start being asked again. He's had, he's had, he's had, he's had his moment. He's had his months and whatever for yeah. the, the, the qualifying for the Euros. But at what point now? Like that Ukraine game there was criminal, criminal. Mm. Like, forget about what Ukraine's going through as a country, right? Although I think that's took the heat off them a bit because it was almost like uh, once, once we, we lost that game, it was, it wasn't mere a, a post mortem on Scotland. It was mere. But good on Ukraine. We're happy Aye, for them. We're happy. And listen, which I'm not even going to dare get into talk about what's going on there the, yep. and the, the politics behind that. And obviously, we do. Everybody worldwide feels for them. But that's what it was like when Scotland lost that game. It was made a focus on, oh, but do you know what? If we're going to lose to everybody, as long as it was them and mm. good on Ukraine. Instead, they actually did a po- I mean, listen, Ukraine were better and they did it through. Oh, of course they were, eh? Fine, I, I get that. But post mortem. And I didn't really see much of a post-mortem. It was just a case of, ah, we get beat by Ukraine. But Ukraine, by the way, they they really, they, after everything, I think it's good that they're gone. And it would have been nice for, for Ukraine. It would have been nice for but Ukraine. But listen, you, you mentioned Andy Robertson a few times there, right? Andy Robertson's a Scotland captain. Big player for Liverpool. Scotland captain, 72 years before a World Cup qualifier. And I keep in mind, Scotland haven't played in a World Cup since 1998. 48 years, 72 years before a World Cup qualifier, mm. you've got a Scotland captain on an open top bus. I don't think Trent knows about us. So this is this is a good thing. We can Trent go fill Liverpool them in. had the open top bus parade, right, which which we'll talk about separately in a bit. Andy Robertson, Liverpool player, Scotland captain. he's on that bus seventy two hours before this qualifier. This qualifier is probably one of the biggest games Scotland will have in terms of like 'cause the Euro, as good as the Euros is, the Euros isn't a World Cup. The World Cup we've no played since nineteen ninety eight, I think it's twenty four years. Hmm. And this was it we're two games away and you couldn't really ask for a much better fixture than home of Ukraine I don't mean any disrespect to Ukraine but with the kind of teams that you get Ukraine is probably about that, that level you go I, I fancy I, I reckon we can do that again like I said previously it's no your Spain's or Portugal's in it. it's Ukraine it's doable 72 years before he's on that bus bevying dancing singing and I don't want anybody to waste my time and go I know but how do you know he only never had one he never had one you could tell him none of them had one how do you know Nenium had one. Look at the glaze. I've seen you enough times with a bevy, you know. <laughs> what what glaze eyes look like after a, a good few beers and dancing about and stuff like that. So, Sorry fast forward 72 years, he's in the starting 11. Now, again, I'm not really expecting, you can't really drop him because then it goes, oh, it's as if there's a big Aye. dressing room fight and oh, there's turmoil or he's, he's been caught drinking and he's, he's been dropped and then before you know it, it becomes a, a media circus before the biggest game. I, I get that. And I'm not saying the reason Scotland lost is because Andy Robertson was drinking 72 years before. But this is the kind of culture, the word culture I used there. Why, why was Nay first made it? But why was that? Why was that so acceptable? Is what I'm trying to say. Why, 
Why well, was that just looked that, here? I know. I don't. You you spoke about it. Would you would you ever see the Spanish players, the German, the Italians, or other Europeans? Would they would they ever would they ever do that? Well, you we don't know. You don't know if they would never. But the reality is, there's less likelihood of that. We can't compete with the Spaniards, the Italians, and Germans not when it comes to technical ability. But in, in Scottish, we all know that there's, there's no problem with any Scottish fan admitting that, right? We, we know we're never going to be there. We're never going to get there. The one thing we can control, in order to play these games and try and get into these tournaments, is the way we prepare and the way we recover, and possibly the fitness side of it. ability. Maybe not so much. These guys are just gifted, and that's just the way it is. They've always been technically better. And you've got Scottish captain on a bus in front of Sky Sports cameras, BBC cameras, worldwide television, bevying, drinking, and dancing 72 hours before. I don't know anything about Scottish football, but I've got a couple of facts for you that you might find interesting. Should I make it facts, or should I should we play a little bit of the game? Well, I've, I've beaten two, two quizzes out of two. I'm on him. Go facts. Okay, give facts a, time. Give him a break. Give the guy a break. Okay, so. He's turned up my night. We hop up, up, up. He's been slagged for that. <laughs> I know he's, he's been slaughtered at a quiz. I've seen you reaching for that one two or three times now. Shocking. Go for it. Facts. All right, so. First fact. The most successful manager to have managed Scottish football on a percentage of wins historically for a manager that's managed more than 30 games. I think Walter Smith would be up there, but I don't know if he made it past 30. But then again... Yeah, he, so Walter Smith had 16 games that he managed uh, for the what? Scottish uh, national team. No, I reckon it be Craig Brown. Even though... Because he was there for a while. Well, he was there for a long time. Aye. And he actually did all right with Scotland. Aye, well, he was the last one to get the World Cup. So, trick question. Because the best manager for the Scottish national team on a win percentage basis to have managed over 30 games was the selection committee between years 1872 and 1953. You don't expect us to fucking answer that. No, that's what I'm pointing out. The best individual to manage was actually Gordon Strachan with 40 matches with a 47% win rate. And the worst... For someone who has managed more than 30 games was Bertie Vox. Give the microphone. Gordon Strawn and Bertie Vox. Right, okay. Oh, yes. Brilliant. <laughs> yes. Uh, Andy <laughs> Robertson. Look, the thing is, you're right. He's got a, a, a reputation. He's got a... He's a captain. He's, he's a captain of the country. There's, there's a, there's, it's a, one of the biggest games. So you've probably got a point there. But I do think that it's... It's a grueling season. I'm not saying this is my opinion of it. I'm just throwing it out there just as a, as a, as a thing. And Trent might might have an opinion on it as well, but it's a grueling season. He's practically playing every game. Very rarely does he no play in that position. He's okay. He didn't win the league. I'm well aware of that. They got to the last day. In fact, they actually got to the last 20 minutes, mm. and they were, they were nearly there. Wins an FA Cup, wins a, a League Cup, gets to a Champions League final. And then albeit it was a smashing grab by by, by Real Madrid, for what, you know, certainly what I've seen. But I think he had every right to be on top of the bus and to celebrate in a sense of he's not going to no turn up Stevie he's not going to no turn up he's not going to stand there and all when the rest of his teammates have got the odd ball I'm not asking to stand there with his face I know that I know that no no but what my point is is that you're telling us the new that he's had more than one beer he's had more than one beer right 100% so I'm not doubting that he's not had more than one beer but my point is is that and I do agree with you to a certain extent is that he did need to somewhat celebrate his his his, his club fortunes. Now I know you're saying it about needs be, it needs to be a baby to do that. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying because this is where I, we don't know what we don't know. He might have had three beers. He might have had thirty beers for all we care. I'm not saying he was steaming, but, but nah. he's put himself in a position 
where someone can at least ask them or at least ask the question and go, hold on a minute, mate, I seen you at the top of that bus and you look like you had a, a few babies in you and you, you, you're two days away from doing what you did today. But I also would argue with somebody in the sense that he had every right, he's a Liverpool player, he's played a lot of games for Liverpool. If it wasn't for him playing for Liverpool, he would not be the Scotland captain, I don't care what anybody says. He's no Scotland captain, he's playing for Hull City, playing week, week in, week out. Mm. He's the Scotland captain because he plays with Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp trusts him week in, week out. Mm. So he deserves, in my opinion, to be at the top of that bus to a certain extent, to at least... Because, mate, there's fans coming for out their houses. Now, me and you, because you're about to go on a rant about Liverpool, the size of that club, being mm. an open-top bus for winning a... It was embarrassing. Right, an FA Cup, right, really. I know they've won the League Cup and all, but the League Cup... North Perth could win that League it Cup. It was embarrassing. Right. So, and that's for you, right? But there is wee boys out there, wee lassies and, and, and family that, that, that might think that, well, that's still good. That is still good. I mean, would you say that this has been an embarrassing year for Rangers? No, of course take, not. Okay, take away the Europa, uh, take away the Europa League. Yeah. If he's only won the Scottish Cup, wouldn't it been embarrassing year, but wouldn't it be a successful year in my eyes? Wouldn't it be embarrassing? No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Would you, be, hold on. I tell you what would be embarrassing. But them getting on an open top bus, twenty four hours after Seville, or twenty four hours after the Scottish Cup, and, and danced about and said, nah, maybe, maybe you've got. A you need to remember the that. size and stature of Liverpool. I know, I know, I know, but. And you're right, because you would, you would, you would, you would. And nobody's saying don't celebrate the cups. They had their days. They had the cup finals. They ah, won the I cups, suppose. and they celebrated at Wembley. They had their days to celebrate, and they had their nights out that night or whatever they did. Aye, done. You've just went to a Champions League final, lost agonisingly, mm. and then I didn't even know that happened. I woke up the next day after the Champions League final, and, and I looked and I seen the footage on social media. I'm going, you are joking. Is that is that old footage for when they won it a few? And I'm looking. <laughs> Honestly, I swear, I'm looking, is that? No, 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 I can tell you. And, and I'm going, oh my God, they're on an open top bus 24 hours after they just lost a Champions League final. When, when you say with two like trophies that. that they won months ago, well, maybe not the FA Cup, wasn't it months ago, but. And you're right, look, look. And sorry, Chris, the no, League no, Cup, you, you, the Carabao you Cup, is, a, is the, tour, the tournament where all the big teams play their reserves. Even, I'm not even the big teams. You're, you're talking Pre- about teams like Everton that are all doing it now. I know. They're, they're throwing the boys in to get them minutes and the, the guys that don't really get a game. That open top the sub-keepers bus. and stuff. Get them in and play the Carabao Cup. And then it gets to about the semis or the final and then they start playing the real players because they want the trophy, of course. But the and open, they're on top, an open bus top bus is booked, which is whether it's right to be booked or right not to be booked. Because you've got to be thinking... They're, the, the hierarchy at Liverpool are thinking there's a very good chance that we might end up winning the four trophies here so that so that, so that the parade is booked and so, so no, I'm not saying that you go ahead with it I'm, this exactly is not, that's what I mean right, that's but see it's not just a matter of them contacting a coach and saying any chance we can borrow it for the day they need to have planning in the ca- <laughs> no, 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 for the no, council right, right, and no. police and student. I guess that's right. an event. So they, they, they've probably went to that length. Surely Liverpool can foot whatever bill it needed, though. You're, you're probably right. But then do, you again, ha, do you think Rangers would have had an open top bus plan? But then again. If they won Europa League? They would have. Of course. And they did in 2008 as well. They never won it. Never won the league either. They didn't. They didn't. So, ah, look. Listen, it's no, it's no as if they book flights for a holiday. They don't want to go anywhere and go, ah, with the flights. We better just date boys, ah. Huh? Uh, if Rangers would have had t-shirts not printed and all this memorabilia done if they won the Europa League you wouldn't get the players coming out the next day and wearing it ah well we've paid for them we might as well get your shirt I know, I know what you yes, mean you can't, but, do, you can't do it what, what message does that send out well it's they're Liverpool Chris I know that but what my point is is that we're, we're talking about a, a team who have won a FA Cup won a League Cup 
and mate, they were bohers. They were a bo- I know. I, I'm way. I'm, let, let me make it perfectly clear. You're, you're no, no, no. But I, what I'm all I'm doing is putting the um, the debate out there. It doesn't. It, what, nine times out of ten, me and you talk about is predominantly, predominantly going to be about opinions. You think Reigns is the best team in the world? I think Celtic are the best team in the world. Boom, boom, boom. You love Ronaldo. I love Messi. I'm good looking. You're ugly. Right? That, that's a fact. You right, want to hear laughing, right, Trent? Right, right, right. You want to hear laughing? Yeah, hear listen. You want to use laughing? I can, I can tell by the way he's laughing, right? That he has missed me and you. <laughs> I can tell you, mate, honestly. I can tell by the way he's sitting there. He's going, this is the highlight of my week. You know what it sounds right? like to me? That you'd have been on the bottom top bus and you'd have been getting sozzled on that bottom top bus and all, man. My fans deserve me out there, two, right? On your no, two pints. No, but... Aye. <laughs> I like a shandy. <laughs> right. But I'm way on that. All I'm doing is floating the idea that they, they their young kids, young fans, no deserve to no, see. Well, no. So when does it end then? Right. Are they, are they young me, fans ever going to see Liverpool again? We're left in a throat. Of course, yeah, man. Next year, they'll, well, they'll win something else. I know, I know. And I know what you mean. But I also think as well that. So so they win the FA Cup, they win the League Cup. They're a ball here away from winning both trophies. And it's a quite a bad year. You can't. Chris never said that. No, I'm not saying you did. I'm just once again floating the idea that it then becomes you've got to at least recognise that. that, I mean, that, that what a Listen, they, they mate, deserve. What, mate, what a, mate, they had Gary Neville and a lot. Everybody from Sky Sports, apart from Jamie Carragher, Carragher shitting himself about, oh my God, they are going to do no, the unthinkable. And what I'm trying to say is, is that even though they did not get over the final hurdle, right? There is still an element of, oh my God, they went to the FA Cup final and won it. They went to the League Cup final and won it. Is that, they, does, that, right? does that deserve an oh my God for no, Liverpool? It, it does need to deserve an open-top bus going round the I'm city. Saying. No, 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 no. And what I'm, but all I'm doing is wanting you to think about the idea of, is it so bad? Because right. if it is, that's fine. That's cool. I think it is. I think that there's other aspects of... The way you need to, the way you need to look at it, it was a, it was a semi-successful season in the sense that they were so close to winning everything. I'm not saying they're celebrating the fact that they failed on those two journeys. And you're right, they maybe shouldn't have had the open top bus a day or two after losing the Champions League the day final. After. Maybe a, maybe after the FA Cup final. Maybe I don't know. But your Andy Robertson, go back to him. He's got a duty as a Liverpool player. To be involved in that. If he's not there, there's questions going to be asked. How come Andy Robertson's not there? Now, don't get me wrong. You could say, ah, he's preparing for the Scotland game." Well, hold on a minute. I don't give a, I don't give a toss about Scotland. He's a, we, we pay his wages, and I, my, my boy's got Andy Robertson in the back of his tap. He wants to see Andy Robertson, and he's got a duty as a Liverpool player to be involved. Now, whether he got steaming, which you quite firmly believe he did. No, I'm not saying he got steaming. And, but but even but even if he had three or four beers, I, it's still no the right thing to do. Two or three days before. Now, maybe if Scotland were maybe playing a friendly, maybe you get away with it. Aye. But no against Ukraine at Hamden when you're going to have the mere accountability on The best chance at a World Cup in 24 years. And Has that there just been a closer time? How me and you maybe don't. No, listen, I just want to make the, the last thing about Scotland. I would be the most happiest person on the planet. I have got no problem going to Scotland in 2044, whatever the World Cup may be. That is the same year that World Cup won because Messi will still be playing by then, <laughs> definitely, and still breaking records left. <laughs> um, but I, I, I want Scotland to be successful. I, I, I want Scotland to be successful. I want them to be, and there'll never be a flashy, you know, one touch. It's a team. It's hard to going to be like that. It's hard to be that way, based on the fact that you've got all these other European uh, countries. 
But I do want them to get to a stage where they are at least being successful. I want that, nothing more than that. But my problem is is that I think that they, they wait too long and then decide to go, all right, that's why Steve Clark's come in. Mate, why did it come on? It was brilliant. But Steve Clark knew that the players that he had at come on, mate, look what he got out of Kurt Broadfoot. I know that. But right, then he goes to Scotland and he decides, I can't beat the big teams, so I'm going to play a certain way. And it has gotten to a stage where he's got us to the Euros, whether it was a technicality or it was expanded well, or whatever, and he's got us closer than maybe what other managers haven't had us get, get there yet. But I'm on the same wavelength as you, still after all the things that you open your eyes with, is that at the end of the day, Scotland... Mm-hmm in my opinion, are no equipped to go toe-to-toe with even a second-rate second country. I'm not saying Ukraine are a second-rate country. I'm not saying Czech Republic are. But these countries have got... Um, they might have met a bit more resources, I don't know, but Scotland should be able to go toe-to-toe with these teams. I think so. Ukraine. I think the Ukraine game... I mean, it's it's just... it's. Uh, I just think that it's... Um, do you rip it up? Do you go different? No, you don't. Nah. Steve Clark will be there. He can. He's He'll, going to be exactly. there. Qualifying for the Euros has buyed him X amount of time. Did he get a new contract? I don't. I don't know. Doesn't matter. He's, he's no. Nobody's scorned. I'll say I'm one like, thing, Stevie. Sorry, I, and I do mean to interrupt. You. I do. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. What are they doing playing hockey? Mate, okay, I don't I care don't. if the boys played thirty league games in the Serie A. Below, it doesn't matter to me. The boy has never played for Scotland and he's playing in the, one of the biggest games and in my opinion look he wasn't even playing in his preferred position no no I know come uh, on man no I know that's just, I know and I, by the way I'm not saying Anthony Alisson should not, have played that game or Stephen O'Donnell should have played that game. I'm not saying that but you've got two boys that have been there and done it rolled the sleeves up I'm not, I don't think he's got plenty of time to be was there injuries with other two I don't know well Anthony Ralston definitely wasn't injured uh, I can uh, I can guarantee you right now now I'm not saying Ralston was the answer I'm not saying that whatsoever but the boys come off the best year of his life playing in a position that they needed to fill you're telling me Anthony Ralston could have done a better job the, than the only, th- only thing people take issue with you just said as your opening statement there was Hickey's never played a Scotland game in his life he's thrown him out of that but neither's Ralston I mean, I, I, so people just go. Well, you just nah, but, but but at least it's Ral- but saying. at least it's Ralston's preferred position. I, He's a right. That, si- that's what I'm saying. No, I know. I don't think Hickey should have. Listen, I've not seen a, a, a lot of Hickey. Good, good player, no, by the way. No doubt about so it. What, he dies. He's, he's he's meant to be. He's going to go into great things, but he didn't. Um, he didn't have a great game either, did he? I don't think it helps the fact that if if, he, if he only had a good game, even a seven out of ten game, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You don't even bring up Hickey, but the fact is. That him never playing in that for a Scotland before, and he's a position he's no used to, and then also having a bit of stinker in the bargain. And, and I think their second goal was actually the ball was floated in. Either the first or the second goal was floated in to the boy at the back stick who headed who, who headed it across goal again. Once again, I'm not saying it was Hickey's fault, but but he's in there. You, right? need, you need a you need a little bit of boot yeah, and I know that the people listening to this will go, "Aye, but you're a Celtic fan, so of course you want Anthony Ralston to play." I don't care if Anthony Ralston plays for Celtic, eh, sorry, plays for Scotland at right back, left back, wherever he plays. All I'm saying is, if you need to see if you're going to win a game of football, sometimes you've got to stick to the basics. Play Andrew Robson at left back. If you need to drop this player, play your only fit right back there because he does the job he's learned and me and you can sit and talk about professional football players and having a go at them but see professional football players they are getting taught how to play that position 
they don't just go, I've been playing this position since I've been four and uh, I'm no bad at it and they, every single day training they're in, learning their, their graft. No, I know. And I just think that putting Hickey in was a big, big, was a bold move, especially in a position that he wasn't used to, in my opinion, when you've got players like Stephen O'Donnell, who might have been injured, once again, might have been injured, Anthony Ralston definitely wasn't he? Nathan Patterson was injured, so, I, I don't know. I, Clark, to me, is a very defiant manager, defiant guy. He'll, um stubborn. Like, even with Andy Robertson circus before the game, I, th- I, I seen him somewhere in tabloids, getting it all, t- I was happy to see him I drink this one, I was happy. I'd like to think... Did you see that? Well, that was a headline. I didn't read the story. I wasn't even to read it, but that, that's what it says. Clark, I was happy to see him. Where I know behind closed doors, he said a word with him. I went, listen, think about what you do next time because that's put us under a bit like new Unwanted. Aye. Necessary. Now you're going to have extra eyes on your performance and your performance as a whole because it's something like that. And then he's just putting a brave face on for the media and protecting his player. I don't know. We'll never know. But even when you go back to Euro... Um, 2020, which was well played last year, obviously because of COVID, the country was crying out for Stephen O'Donnell. We dropped. I the know, country, I know, I know. I mean, I know. it must have been. It would have been nice to be him, I suppose. And his family having to read all these headlines and he, social media stuff, uh-huh. and um, it, I think he had a wobble, a shaky performance again, the opening game, the Czech Republic game, which ultimately I think was the one that costed massively. So when he was getting scrutinised, left, right, centre, tabloids, social media, fans, whatever. You could almost guarantee it. You'll be for England game. You'll, you'll play. You'll come in England game and play because it's almost as if Clark doesn't want to buckle to peer, peer pressure. Mm. He doesn't want to. It, so out of defiance, you go, everybody wants me to drop this guy. His performance wasn't great. All signs point towards dropping this guy and everybody wants me to do it. So do you know what? He's playing. That's that's the kind of vibe I get off. Uh, um, that is hard, I know. Off uh, Steve Clark. I'm no, he's. He done well with Kilmarnock, aye. What was that five, four seasons ago now, and already a season or two with Kilmarnock? But and I, and I think with Kilmarnock, there wasn't an expectation. Like Kilmarnock were now going up against even a, a a Dundee and expecting to spank them. They had a particular way they were playing, and he got he got the best out of them. But it see the thing is, if he decided to drop Stephen O'Donnell for the England game, and let's say he played Nathan Patterson, Aye, let's say, and then Nathan Patterson has a wobble, it's then. Uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's he, buckling he, under like, pressure. I, he, he probably can't win. Well, he can't win. He probably can't win. You're right. But if you, if you, if you're a, if you're a, if you're a manager right, of, of any sort of establishment, whether it's a football team, whether it's a, a company, you you utilize your staff to the best of their ability, right? So if you've got a left back, you play him left back. You only ever don't play him left back or whatever it may be, if something happens. So we did never player that could play on the right hand side of if it was a 3-4-3 three, three, or whatever position uh, formation he was playing, um, he has to he then plays Hickey. Fair enough. Absolutely fine. No problem at all. But you've got two players that are quite comfortable playing that position. You're at Hamden. You're against a country that are that are going to come out and, and, and attack you no matter what. And uh, it's not as if we've come off the back of a, uh, We're going into the game with a wee bit of confidence. We're, we're going into that game, you know, like I said, McGregor. Certain players are coming into that squad, whether it be Celtic players winning the leagues or Rangers players getting to Europa League's final. Right, you get the squad's going to feel happy, mm. feel comfortable, and um, and that's one of the reasons why it, it just frustrates me. When it, even when it comes to Celtic and all, get the ball done, get the ball played, 
of course, use your strengths uh, to, 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 your, to, your, to your best uh, knowledge. But that 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 the be all and end all is, is the frustrating thing about me supporting Scotland. That's why if somebody says to me, "Who do you want to support in the World Cup?" Nine times out of ten, I want to see Brazil win because every time they're going to give us the excitement, the flair. Oh, that's right. who I want to win pr- practically every I think World I, Cup. I think about that's left for Brazil. I don't think they're the. the well, you know what I mean. Brazil, but, 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 but growing up, up we had always the same. My the Nielsen, Romario, the Bebet, you know, all that sort of stuff. You want to see all, but this is you could probably take two Scotland fans from twenty years ago, and they'd probably still be simply saying the same stuff that we're saying. You know, frustrating. Why is it in this and the culture and this and that? It just, I don't, I don't see, I don't see it getting any better under Clark and I hope I'm wrong I hope, I hope I'm right. it's not as if I sit here and actively want Clark or Scotland to crash and burn but there's just signs you look at you look at things like that just the Ukraine thing the Andy Robertson thing and just it's kind of like we've been here before and aye, we've, it's no just the same. we've been here before we've they, no learned. they just want to look f- it's just between the excuses and the hard luck stories and the aye but we've done this without, really, without mentioning the fact that we never we never went out and done the things we wanted to and qualify for the tournaments we wanted. To qual- I know, but we mind that mind that time we beat France. It's only going to take you so far. And now Steve Clark has got the comfort blanket. Of, I qualify for Euro twenty twenty to buy him a bit of time. And to me, I think we're going to be in for a lot more nights than the Ukraine, like like the Ukraine game the other night. Than other nights as such as Scotland beating France all the years ago or home and away. Or I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Going off what I'm seeing now. But I could be right. Aye. Trent, um next couple of podcasts I think are gonna be we're gonna get better, we're gonna get better, we're gonna get better. In the sense that we're gonna be actually discussing obviously Celtic and Rangers, the, the the players coming in, the players leaving. Um we've actually got a World Cup in a few months as well. World Cup in November. November November is it? November. Are we are we doing a, a, a competition? We'll need what, to what, what, one one night only with Chris McGarvey? <laughs> fully fully tanned, oiled, long hair, look at Tony, doppelganger. Have we, have we got that How will you win that competition? Keep it clean. Keep it clean. You're the brains of the show. You're the brains of the show. And then second prize, breakfast with <laughs> Stevie Conley. <laughs> Only with their pine, but... Only with their yes. pine. Only with their yes, pine. Yes, man. Consolation prize. But a good consolation <laughs> prize. He's a, he's a good laugh in the morning. He has a couple a of pop-tarts in Carabine. A couple of pop-tarts. Listen, um, I think it's been good. I've loved it. Um, it's good to see you again, Trent. You are looking... Tremendous as usual. Welcome back. Yeah, not a hair yeah. out of place. Not exactly. Ralph Lorenz shirt. Expensive what? shoes on. Outstanding, mate. It's been a good one. Good to see you again. Good uh, to have an event about Scotland. Exactly. And, uh, I think I think you were. I mean, I could see you tearing your hair out. Yeah, I was building for see the last that. three or four days. I mean, I had to kind of calm you down a few times, and I think that the moment of the night is. Milka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> that is not. Do not ever take that out. I want my fans to know that I am not perfect. <laughs> they need to know that. Uh, and uh, now, nah, honestly, guys, it's been a pleasure. I've missed the both these, and I can't wait till we see each other again in a few weeks. Let's bounce. I'm going to go on back and listen to my Ron Stewart CDs. You know, Milko is pretty much the lowest quality chocolate in Switzerland. <laughs> and I we'll love end this it there. guy. We'll end it there. I love it. We'll end it there. See you later, see on, see boys. You.